All right, more problems in the land. Big freaking surprise there. I'm still bitter, y'all, if y'all can't tell. But we do have NBA draft and trade talks coming up, as well as this fight that I said should never and could never happen is going to happen. We've got all that and more up next on Game On. What's up, everybody? We are back to another episode of Game On. We got so much going on in this here studio. Yes, (laughs) yes. So much going on, y'all. So much. It's your girl, J-Ray the Fanatic and... Timmy B. Don't forget, you can follow me everywhere at J-Ray the Fanatic. You can follow Timmy B at... It's Timmy B on Instagram and Twitter. All right. I'm going to make a big personal announcement at the end of this show. Yes. It's big, you guys. So make sure... It's big, y'all. It's colossal. It's monumental. (laughs) (laughs) We have no sense. All right. So make sure you stay tuned for that. But right now, of course, yes. as the this. team spirit queen, uh-huh. you know I gotta talk about still, what's y'all. Going y'all on. still in shambles, like y'all, y'all. Um, you know, lost the title to the Warriors. We lost unfortunately, the title to the well, Warriors. I won't say unfortunately. No, it's that's like, unfortunate. It is. You know, here's the thing: Facebook. Uh, <laughs> it Facebook will mess up your whole life. Just, oh, just a fun fact. You cannot go to <laughs> Facebook after you <laughs> lose the game. You can't. But Especially y'all are y'all are Facebook. y'all are mean. But Facebook <laughs> reminded me that I deserved. Everything that y'all was giving me because mm. you know how it has the memory thing. Yeah. So when we yeah. won the championship <laughs> in 2016, I was unbearable. Oh, I know it. I could imagine. I was, I was like the memories you oh. were just sitting there like, oh. And they was just like boom, 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 like, boom, yes, boom, boom. Yes. I, I I posted every meme. I made yeah. a meme. It was not a good one, yeah. but I made a meme and I Oh my God, you guys! I'm sorry. <laughs> like I'm sorry. But yeah, now I, that, I did the most. Yeah. Now, now that these, now that these uh, now calves that the have have foot. lost the shoes yeah. on the other foot, now they are the champs, and you and, and you're making some moves. We you're are making some moves, and, and you made a major one yesterday. We did, <laughs> or, or Monday, but I oh, yeah. I feel like. T- Timmy and I, you know, we're kind of powwowing about this before the show. And Timmy's on team. This is the right move. I'm team no. <laughs> she team no, but like I'm, so, I'm on the other side. If you that. don't know, the Cavs mm. have fired. I, and and mm. see, that's the, that's the thing. Yeah. People don't want to say that he got fired. He yeah. didn't, he didn't he walk away on his own, which I know dismissed. some people are trying to trying to play it like, oh, well, he knew it was coming because he had been saying to friends, like, I don't think my time here is going to be long. I don't care. Yeah. Do you know how many times I've said that and then got fired? I'm still fired. Um, but <laughs> David Griffin is no longer the GM for the Cavs, you guys. And um, I, I don't, it, it does. I don't know like how I, those, like, I don't know how right. I feel about that. Well, for, for you, I know it hurts like a shot of liquor it, sometimes when you, it depends on the shot, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You, like, you know, know, like one of them Quavo shots. Yeah, it it hurts like, yeah, like, owie. But you know, um, on, on my end, you know, uh, David Griffin seems like the type of guy or like the type of, uh, GM that was, he, he was in a situation where he see, he probably seen that it wasn't, the right um, direction that they were taking as far as, you know, where he wanted to go. But then it was LeBron James and Dan Gilbert on the other side of the fence saying that, you know, this is the move that we want to make. This is the move that we need to make to get this title. Now, David Griffin on, on one hand, you know, he was, he was kind of like, I think he was put between a rock and a hard place because of the simple fact that, uh, they made the moves to bring LeBron back home. 
Right. You know, and, they and, get, you know, they all, all the, these two guys made the moves to, to have LeBron come home. Mm-hmm. Now, I would say that Dan Gilbert had more of a leverage uh, part to bring LeBron home rather See, than David. I, I don't know. I mean, there might have been some, some, finesse and some charming um that maybe maybe he did but to me um griffin everybody who lebron wanted griffin went out and got right you know what i mean he made it happen he brought everybody everybody and let's not forget this is not something that lebron wanted to happen he didn't want david gone yeah he didn't he did so i just don't for me it's like okay and so i don't even know if he hadn't got fired i don't know if he would have stayed because you know he's the lowest paid GM in the league. Right. And has the least amount of power yeah. of any other yeah. GM in the league. And you know me, and I'm see, petty like there what? there you go right there. What did you just say he had the least amount of power? The least amount of power. So, yeah. you know, right there, that that lets that leads me to believe that LeBron James and Dan Gilbert was pretty much, you know, the say uh like shot callers in 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 making these moves because Dan Gilbert, I mean not Dan Gilbert, but Griffin was in a position to where had, he kind of like had no choice because you LeBron James because LeBron James is telling Griffin go get these guys right. But what yeah. I'm saying <laughs> is like the team there. I guess what I'm really saying is if it ain't broke, and I understand that some mm-hmm. of y'all be like it's broke as hell. Okay, we'll get to that. But if it ain't if it ain't completely <laughs> if it broke, ain't completely broke, yeah. then don't completely fix it. This is a complete fix to me. And well, all right, okay, go ahead. Let's go just ahead. cut to the meat of this. Yeah, all right, go ahead. Chauncey Billups to the white meat to the white meat. <laughs> You right know, get to, the, to it. Yeah, get to the white meat. Chauncey right. Billups is your first interview for the position. Okay, this is where this is where I say that Chauncey is is not a bad pick because of the simple fact that when it comes to uh, acquisitions, when it comes to making trades, when it comes to being a journeyman, as I say, mm-hmm. Chauncey was one of those guys. Yeah, but Chauncey, okay, he and did, so like he, he did, knows he, he knows the business. Around. You know, like he knows the, <laughs> Chauncey knows the Sorry. business of of acquisitions and how and, and like how to make trades happen because because he's been through he it so many times. Yeah, he's been a player. Right. He, he's a player in the NBA. Well, you know, he was a player in the NBA, so. That now, that gives it a little bit of, of 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 a of a leeway to where he can make a decision to bring some players in, okay, some key so, players like like good, not the players that LeBron like kind of like wants or like you know wants to bring because you know not to say that you know Kevin Love, Deron Williams, and all those guys he brought in, Kevin Love, you know, not to say that's not bad. I you but know Kyle okay. Corver, you know what I'm saying? I mean, not Kyle, that's okay, bad, so look, I'm gonna was I'm it gonna, the right move. I'm gonna take some some things back. I said some very harsh things about Kyle mm-hmm. Corver uh through the league or through the season. And and just so we're clear, I meant all of them. Okay. But um <laughs> but you know, since since I'm in mourning, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things I do is I go back and look, and that's the terrible thing, especially mm-hmm. being a cowboy fan. It's like going back and re- ah, reliving see, all that's those the moments. Thing. That 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 it's hurts. Horrible. A whole lot. It's it horrible. But for for some reason I'm a glutton for punishment. And, okay. and I think that <laughs> I think that Kyle did a lot of intangibles that I didn't necessarily see because I knew why you came and and you weren't doing what what you were supposed to do as far as why your what your job was. But he, he, he didn't do. It's his first he, year with the team, so that's another thing. Like no, but it's, it's your, it ain't your first year playing chem- basketball though. Chemistry though, it's chemistry, and that is something we it's definitely chemistry. lack. But here's the yeah, thing about yeah. Chanti, and I okay. have nothing but you know. 
I'm from Denver. For those of y'all who don't know, Chanti went to George, which is my hometown. Okay. You know, so, uh, and and he he was so fine in high school, y'all. Because, <laughs> but anyway. Uh, that's um, another story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another yeah. story. But, uh, uh-huh. you know, so I, I'm, I'm all things about Chanti. Um, I love Chanti. I think he's a, a great analyst. Uh, he's been with ESPN for how long now? Um, yes, he's been a journeyman. Yes, he knows what it feels like to negotiate contracts. Yes, he, all of that. Yeah. But... <laughs> You're also removed from that now. You know, it's right, it's, so- it's not really a bad it's not a bad move that they're that they're looking at him to be a GM because you know there's a whole lot of um, you know NBA ex NBA veterans that are taking place and being into the front well, office. Well, and I think that's the best thing. You know, or I think being in, on, in like yeah. a personnel staff uh, position. Um, and I think, you know, that's, that's I used to work in uh, property management. And the one thing we used to hate is when corporate would call us. Because y'all ain't never been on site. So don't uh. talk to me. You know what I mean? So <laughs> right, I think right. when you have players that have actually played, who've actually gone through no negotiations, mm. first of all, it demands instantly more respect. You know what I mean? Because right, if you right. come to me and say, yo, this is what it is. You right. know, you don't turn up that corporate nose like you just some corporate head. Why are you, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you instantly have a little bit more respect. So I right, get it. Right, right. Um, I, I just, you know what I mean? Like I'm having such a hard time. I'm look. I'm saying like I'm doing it myself. <laughs> I'm having such a hard time getting the chemistry right in Cleveland. That I'm look, just the team I spirit just, queen still has a little a, a little place in the in the personnel in her own little in my in my mind. Here. I'm still yeah, on the staff, right. y'all. But yeah. I'm having such a hard time getting our chemistry right. Man. I just you know if. If LeBron likes him, he stays. That's right, just me. Right. But see, like like I was saying, you know, earlier, like, you know, David Griffin probably was taking a different approach to where, you know, Dan Gilbert and LeBron was like, yo, I want to make sure LeBron make, uh, has has everything that he wants because mm-hmm. now he's back in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Dan Gilbert was that type of guy because, you yeah. know, all of those things that he said, of course, when he left, you know, now that he's back, it's like, okay. I have to make it right with this guy, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. the well, nothing's things, wrong. He well, hasn't done well, anything wrong. Anything, There's yeah, no right, reason right, for LeBron right, to even right, consider leaving right, or, right. or nothing, anything. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't done anything wrong. It's, yeah. I'm telling you, pizza night. Okay, Just pizza make night. Some type of yeah. Now y'all got a bond. Now y'all have you know you have now LeBron and Dan Gilbert can go talk, negotiate, and talk about who they can bring in as a GM and make it. Make, Make it, it work. work. Okay, before we get uh, going to our break, and we got a, a, a fun little song coming up for you, but uh, before we go to break, I personally think, and, and I want you to chime in on this because we had okay. this debate on right, a, right. on a Facebook, I personally think that as far as our starters go, mm. um, as much as I'm, all, I'm still on the fence with you, Kevin, I love you. Huh. See that? See what See. I did there? I love huh. you, but um, I'm still on the fence as to how you fit consistently because you will have... You, you're like Tony Romo to me. You know what yeah, I mean? It's because one of those situations, you're Tony Romo bruh. to me. You're consistent until like, we really need you to be you consistent. Be like, okay, and then it's interception, go? but you know, not you you know, in, in a no, basketball sense. No, then it's then it's like four points, right? Or you know what I mean? or, or, or or no points. So like, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. Is. That's why yeah. you're like Tony Romo to me. It's like you're great until, mm. like that's what I used to always say about Tony. You're uh, fantastic until. Kevin! And then you kind of fall off, you know, and I just, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm still yeah. on the fence with you. Um, but aside from that fence, mm-hmm. I think that our starters, I'm OK. I still need them to have more chemistry, but I'm OK with our starters. Uh, and I seem okay. to be the only okay. one in the world who's like that. Yeah. It's our bench it, that I have problems with. It is. Like, I just I feel like we need to revamp the whole bench. Everybody got to go. Everybody it, fired. It's the bench because of the simple fact that. The talent level doesn't match 
where you want to, you know, go. Right. It, it doesn't match who you have to compete with. Mm-hmm. And that, I think the Warriors have really set the example. As much as I hate mm-hmm. the Warriors, um, I and, and I think it's a love to hate situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, they have like you almost forget Steph's not in the game. You know, mm-hmm. you almost forget stuff like mm-hmm. that because the bench. Oh, you Kevin Durant's Durant not in the, the game. game. You know yeah. what I mean? You almost like, forget stuff like that. There's a whole lot of people you got to look out right, for, because especially when they're on the bench. People come in and be like, oh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to step right in this role and I'm going to be fine. And that, you know, and that's not a traditional thing either because as 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 teams go, that's mm-hmm. the the bench has never been right. like as outstanding. I think right. the Warriors have the most outstanding bench in the league. Most definitely. Hands down. Most definitely. You but have, you're you the Cavs, that. though. Yeah. And you, you need were the, to compete. You were, you were the, you were the uh, reigning champ. champions. You were the world champions. But, you know, you need so, to So, you know, um, oh, yeah. first and foremost, though, uh, Shumpert got to go. Like, Gotta go. And see, that's what we could talk about these 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 trades and like yeah, the we're things gonna, that's going on in these We're gonna get to the, because, the next segment. A lot y'all. of things is moving and shaking. It's moving and shaking, yeah. <laughs> but before we get out of here, you know we have to do some new music. Now, technically for Timmy and I, this is not new music because yeah. when we first, first, first started this podcast, this was the yeah, first was, first oh, first yeah, song like we a, played. A that was over a year, uh, was a year ago. ago. Yeah, a year and ago. we haven't we haven't put it back in rotation, mm. but she actually has a video for it now. Mm. Um and this song is called Sneaky. And we got her name wrong the first show, but we're okay. not gonna do it now. Her the song is called Sneaky by Bastiel. You're a sneaky lover. Should we Let's knock know. it or should we block it? But if you must know, we've been knocking it around here for the yeah, last yeah. year. Let us okay. know your opinion. Though. Let us know your opinion down yeah. below. All right, let's get into this yes. NBA draft and uh, trade talk. Yeah, a lot Timmy of things B been shaking over up. here, and he he he's talking about things <laughs> that I don't even want to speak of. But you know, let's yeah. let's just get right into this. A whole lot of uh, things been going on. Whole lot okay, of so first, going on. first and foremost, <laughs> for those of you who follow the show, you know that Timmy B does not like Timothy Mozgov. Yeah, Mozgov got to go. Nothing about that man that Timmy likes. <laughs> Even though he got my name, no, he spells it uh, with Timofi. Timofey. Oh, Timofey. Yeah, because I thought it was just I thought it was just hood Timofey in the like Timofey. Oh, I thought it's Timofey Ma or you know, Timofey Mozgov. Timofey, you trying yeah. to be fancy? Yeah, but no, nah, you got my name, and you know, you got a big contract with the Lakers, man. And I'm actually glad that this move that you about to announce has been made. 
D'Angelo Russell and <laughs> Timothy Mosgoff, Timofey, have been traded to the Nets for Brooke Lopez mm. and the 27th round pick. Yes. Yes. This is great. I, I don't moves. know. Thank Magic. Shout out, Magic. Brooke, though. Hey. Brooke. Think about this. See, help me, what, help look, me through this. Help look, me through it, because Brooke, Brooke Lopez is a re, you know he's a d- decent rebounder, not too bad of a rebounder, but he's not too good a rebounder either. <laughs> Can't be not. But put it like this: <laughs> he's, he's not, not too bad, bad but he's not, not too, too good. good. Like he's, what? <laughs> like he's gonna give you average. Like he average. But look, Magic Johnson thought about this situation. Okay, hippos. Mozgov has a huge contract. How big is like, it? Do you, is it like fifty? Man, he got. Money. I know, like for like four years. It's a. It's we, a. We got him for like a gang of money. It's a lot of money, you know. And Magic Salary said, cap. "Nah, he got to go." That's the one of the biggest contracts next to Luau Dangs is the next one that we got from mm-hmm. from the free agents. Mm-hmm. Luau Dangs is the next one. Now, right now, Mozgov was the one that he addressed, right. so he's gone, and but, that's a lot of bread off of the salary cap. But well, that's a lot of bread moved off, and we could save that. So I'm that's like a little I mean. but, but yeah, but what? Brooke though, he's only gonna be there for a year. Think about that. It's just to take that contract off the books, like Brooke Lopez. That was the main goal. I would say that's the main goal because. But what about D'Angelo? Because I like D'Angelo, and 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 I'm not <sighs> completely sold on Lonzo. So okay. you know what I mean? That'll, like I, this this is the, risky for me. That'll be that'll be in the next. That, that, that'll be in the next uh, okay, steps so we, that we, we gonna, take. We're going to move on? Okay, all right. Yeah, so yeah. the next one that I'm also not a fan of, this mm. this apparently is things that Jackie's not a fan <laughs> of. Um, right. DeAndre Jordan. I love me some DeAndre Jordan, mm. y'all. Mm-hmm. But he might be traded um, because uh, the Clippers have reached yes. out to the Suns for a possible fourth pick. In the trade, in the draft, in the draft yeah, for yeah. DeAndre, I, DeAndre I, I just don't see so. it because DeAndre's big. I like DeAndre. I think I think the Clippers need a big guy like DeAndre. Right. I think keeping DeAndre is a good look. You disagree? It, I I kind of had kind of disagreed for the simple fact that like you know that that can be a good pick for the Clippers to be you know to to have that rebuild stay because you know Chris Paul might be rebuild what though you act like Chris they're not Paul, a good they're I mean they're not gonna they have to dismantle that squad it just has to be done Chris Paul is not gonna lead that team to a tie that Clippers team Chris Paul gotta go somewhere else wow he just it's just that's just what wow. I see like Clippers is not a championship team to where they can go go to the finals because they got to get past got get past the Warriors. I mean, I mean, okay, let's just be real for like two and a half seconds. <laughs> Nobody gonna get the past Warriors the as they stand right now. <laughs> Nobody this is a, past this is a them. true Warriors hater right so here. So it's like, they but the, the Warriors are not a team you try to get past. You you try to compete. just compete. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and they, like with the with the Clippers, it's like you know DeAndre can go somewhere else and ball. Yeah. Balls. <laughs> Chris Paul can go somewhere else to the he can go to the Spurs and take over Tony Parker's spot. That that could be a possibility, but that's a, that's all that's, that's a whole, whole other story, story to take back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, or or see, if you okay. have a you don't even have a big to back that up because Blake might Blake Blake can be in Mm-mm. that situation where Mm-mm. they can dismantle that team. No. No, because Blake gonna sneeze real hard and be hurt. And be hurt. <laughs> I'm, I'm not no. And that's the thing, they gotta get rid mm-hmm. of him too. So mm-hmm. it's like it could be, but I mean I mean that's a buzz. So it's like that's that may that may not even be. All right. Well if I can put my two so. cents in, don't do it. Yeah, all don't right, do let's it. move, don't do it. Yeah, let's move keep on. That, keep that. Now um that word 
word on the street was mm-hmm. that the Cavs wanted to see if maybe Jimmy Butler wanted to come kick it. Yeah. Um, but he's like, no, I don't. Yeah, Jimmy, uh, he just said that, you know, I'm a I'm a stay with Chicago, you know, as of right now. But you know, if you if if you give me a little something something to think about, I, I don't think he thought like that. I think he's like he's. Ha- I, do you think he's staying? I where think he's, he's staying, at? staying like where staying he's at. Yeah, because I, think he's I mean, where he's at. I mean, there there can be some incentives that that may be possible for Cleveland to pick him up. But I don't like you said. You know, it's it doesn't seem like it could be. Um, for those of you who have followed us for any length of time, you know that I am a huge Dwight Howard fan. But I get why he's not liked. <laughs> it's hmm. kind of like me. I'm a huge Dwight. fan of me, but I get why some of y'all Dwight. don't like hey. me. But uh, Dwight Howard, yeah. uh, the Hawks have traded Dwight Howard. Uh, Go ahead for the for the 31st <laughs> pick. I mean, that's just blasphemous. <laughs> that is straight up blasphemous. I'm like how white man. <laughs> 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 How dare what? you trade him for the thirty first pick? Hey. And Miles Plumley. Plumley. The wife of the kids, man. Oh my God. The white but oh see look. God. The white is for entertainment. It's it's just the heart like look, he you still you see he's still on the Eastern Conference. He ain't coming back to the West. Uh. Over there in the East where it's soft. Oh, and, damn. Did he take it back to that? He back in the East where it's soft. Um, okay, we're going to move it on. Yeah. We're going to move on here it real is. quick. Uh, because he hurt my feelings. Because I love Dwight. You know, I, I I am very anti you grabbing. The way he did L.A., man. Nah, man. You still. He didn't do L.A. that way. Y'all did him in my that heart. way. How? How? Because y'all wasn't. Y'all showed the man no love. We did. No. We did. No. Do you know what the love we didn't show? The only thing about it is, is that. Nobody, well, I knew that Nash was not going to finish the season. Everybody okay? knew. Everybody that knew. That was a problem. Everybody knew. That was a problem right there. So, Dwight just didn't want to keep going as being championship caliber status on the team. Because it was possible. What? It was possible. It was possible. He didn't want to stay. What? I, well, I don't even understand That was his logic. choice to leave. That was his choice to go. So, he didn't want to He didn't want to stay. That's all I can say about that. Uh, Shouts out to Dwight, man. Hey, keep doing what you're doing, man. You still balling the league. You getting your bread. You are playing in the basketball oh, association. Oh, okay. So wait. So they so you straight. They got not, something additional. So they got Dwight Howard, the thirty first. Uh, they traded him for. Oh my phone. Okay. They traded him for thirty first pick. Miles Plumley, Miles Plumley, Marco Bellinelli, and a forty-first. This is still all freaking blasphemous. I, I don't all like. Of that. I don't like you guys. But all you, of that. I mean, he's worth that. But I mean, the thirty-first and the forty-fourth-first. What you gonna get? Me and you. That's what you get. Thirty-first and forty-first. I, mean, I, I mean, go thirty-first. Like, all though. these, all these picks is like this is like all those picks that they're that they're giving away ain't really relevant because That's what I'm dudes, saying. like all these dudes is gonna be journeymen. Like I said, they may not even be seeing the floor. They may be a DL like league type player. <laughs> <laughs> and that's All where right. we gotta we gotta get to this though. Right, like to the, so, uh, oh yeah, one more. No, no, we gotta get we gotta get one more trade talk because you know that happened, but then it but then it died out. We gotta talk about this one right here. Okay, so Not about uh, talking about that one. the Pacers and the Lakers are engaged in trade talk for Paul George. Yeah. Now I know we had mentioned earlier that maybe Paul George would go to Cleveland. That died out really quick, and right. this is the current talk. Right, uh, right. I, I don't know. I don't know how, what, what, what go ahead and tell Hell us about yeah. this Paul George Look, situation. Okay. Cause I'm a Laker fan. You know, I got to 
come out with this one and talk about this. Paul George has reported that um, he's going to be joining the team in 2018 after this season. It's, it's, it's already said. He said he's going to be rented. Rented, y'all. Rented. Rented. Like In between, you know, t- this year and 2018, he's going to be rented. So, you know, as of right now, that trade talk with Cleveland, you know, and, 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 and Indiana to, for, for Paul George is, is kind of like slowing down. It's dead in the waters. Same thing for the Lakers, you know, when the trade talks happen for Paul George. Now, the thing about it is, is that the... The Lakers are are are, are in sh- not in shambles, but they already they're just firm. Oh, no, shambles and, a good word. Not shambles. <laughs> shambles <laughs> a good word. They're firm. <laughs> they're firm, they're firm and they're steadfast in keeping that number two pick and keeping Brandon Ingram because that's what was going to be required for Paul George to be traded as of right now. But now that the Lakers are staying firm in that, Paul George is just going to probably ride this out. Until next season, because already reported he's going to come home for 2018. Now, things can happen in between that, as we know. Something can happen, but we're the Lakers and Magic is banking on Paul George right now to become a Laker in 2018, and they're just going to stay with this number two pick for the draft. Y'all see how I Thursday. just tap out of all Lakers conversations. Like, she don't I'm like, talk I just, about I just, Lakers, but Because that's, you know what he said what to it, me on the break that really almost like oh, my my, yeah, I, my the, eyes started watering and my scalp started itching real, real bad. Yeah. He's, this is the, the blasphemous yeah. comment that he made. He was like, by 2021, uh, <laughs> I can't even say, by 2021, LeBron James, my king, my heart, would be in LA. I, he would never do that to me, ever. Yeah. It's but not going to happen. And he said it's, it's because of, it's he said it's because um, Queen James, his wife, wants to stay in L.A. That's the buzz. I'm telling you, you better get back to Cleveland. Yeah, but, yeah because she don't, you, you don't want that. Queen and up you don't in want Cleveland. that, you don't want that to happen. Don't want that to happen. Don't do it. Yeah, do but it. you know, I mean, LeBron still got some time. You know, some 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 years left. But that's just the he buzz rumor. He looks pretty tired now. Look, that's he one did of them look buzz tired. Rumors, it is a buzz rumor, and I'm just going to buzz it. I'm going to kill it. I'm going to kill that beat. I'm yeah. Get it gone. I'm sorry. I'm killing bees <laughs> on the table. <laughs> but, uh, let's get to this number two pick because that's where we at in the draft. Well, you, yeah. All right. Let's get to the number two pick. <laughs> Who y'all going to pick with the number two pick? <clears throat> Well, um, well, you know what? Well, why are you let's saying go. well, um, like everybody don't know who let's, you gonna take? <laughs> let me go ahead, let me backtrack and just say, okay, another there was another trade that happened. Okay, the Boston Celtics traded their number one pick to the 76ers. Oh yes, they did. As yeah, they, two, they did. So the Sixers can mm-hmm. get the Sixers had number and one pick now, and and they're going to get uh, Markel. Markel Fultz. Fultz, yes. And Fultz, um, a lot of people saying he is the best player in the draft. So I am really excited man, to everybody see. everybody say everything about everybody hey man, about everything. Hey, man, what's the feelings? What, what's the feelings about? Everybody say that about everyone that gets picked number one. Oh, okay. You remember with Anthony Bennett mm-hmm. from UNLV? Mm-hmm. Why did he go first? Out of all them players in that draft, of the it was hype, because you know? to get bronze. All right, look. but you know how that go. Oh my that's, god! You see he, what's happening? Okay, let's move on. Let's so move that's on. how these trade. That's why these trades and things is happening with this draft. So number one pick is number one is, is definitely going to go Markel Foles to mm-hmm. the Sixers, mm-hmm. and now um, the number two pick, the Los Angeles Lakers, will be selecting. What's with the dramatic pause? Get to it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lonzo Ball, baby. 
they're gonna be selecting Lonzo Ball, man. It, it it just seems inevitable right now at this time. You know, you got to just um, accept it. Lavar Ball, shouts out to you, man. You have been a marketing genius. You have been a freaking like you know social media like you've been on a frenzy and like you've you've done your job. Now shut That's up. To get your boy I'm gonna say this to be in the Lakers. You've now, done your job. Now shut <laughs> now up. Now let this boy ball, yes, man. Let's see what happens, man. Because I'm still like I'm on. I'm I'm hung up on this, man. Because I told you before who I would recommend the Lakers mm-hmm. pick mm-hmm. should be Darren Fox, but you know I'm on this side of the fence to where now. I'm going to have to accept the fact it that Lonzo Ball is going to be a Laker. Yeah, and you know why it can't He's be Darren be Fox? Because Lakers are still the Lake show. It's still right. a show. A, you still got, need that that kind of it. hype right. and that all that. So it's right. got to be Lonzo. Gotta have now, it. I will say this. I've been on Team LeVar Ball from the jump. I have co-signed on just about everything you have done, including that $50 Stay in Your Lane shirt, which I really hmm. want to get. And I think I'm going to have to. Um, I've, to. I've co-signed on Support. everything. I'm not getting them $495 shoes, though. But I'm going to get that shirt. Black on business. Right. And, I'm, and I'm down. I, I've co-signed on everything mm-hmm. you said. I stay quiet when you talk about how you disrespect your wife in public because mm. that ain't none of my business. Um, but I've, I've been there. Right. I've rocked with you. Mm-hmm. I need you to do me this one favor. What do you want me to do? Shut the hell up when your baby start playing in the pros because then otherwise everybody gonna blame his lack of of ability to succeed yeah. on his daddy issues yeah. if he doesn't translate well in the league it needs to be because of him not because of you so i need you to stand right. down and dare i say stay in your lane Oh, she got you back with that one. <laughs> All right, we're good. Hey, we'll but back. yeah, that's gonna have to be that. Yeah, Lonzo's getting the, the yeah, pick to, to the Lakers. It's so, be, but uh, Laker Lonzo, man, we're gonna see you. We're gonna, the we gonna gold, see. Man. We come back. We're gonna have a very special guest, Taylor Reed. You guys, he is an M. You guys, I didn't, I didn't put the the S on. Uh, Taylor Reed <laughs> is going to join us. He is an MMA fighter. He's going to talk about the fight that I said would never and should never the happen. Super fight, y'all. I hate that this is happening. It's I do. Dope. I'm going to tell you why coming up next. So it's going to be myself, Timmy B, and Taylor Reed up next. It's your girl, J-Ray the Fanatic, and Timmy B. We'll be right back. Coming in the air tonight before I die. Got to lead the loss to the light. I got to try. Got to help save one soul. Even though though the world's so cold, I can feel it. Coming in the air tonight. I got to try. Got to lead the loss to the light before I die. Got to help save one soul.
y'all can see, those of you who are watching us on YouTube or Instagram. Um, this is Taylor Reed, you know, um, a.k.a. Mr. Send Nudes. Ah. Send nudes. Please. Um, <laughs> hey. uh, Timmy B is still here, so you make sure you follow me everywhere up, on y'all? Instagram at Jared Fanatic. Make sure you follow Timmy B at Instagram and Twitter. It's Timmy B. All right, so we're gonna get right into this. Uh, Mag- I said this was okay. So Taylor, yeah. you don't know this. I said this was the fight that never should and never could happen. Did you? I did. Never should, never I could. Totally I said. I said never things. should, never could, and and it and it did. Yeah. May Gregor. I, I just don't think it should happen, and I'm, we'll get in that to that. But you yeah. know, I, 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 I just that. don't think it should happen. But nonetheless, here we are. August, what is it? August twenty sixth. Yeah. August twenty sixth in Vegas, in of Vegas. course. T Mobile Arena. T Mobile Arena. Of course. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm get Taylor in front of the mic okay. so y'all can there hear. He got a sexy go. voice too, so you know we gotta make sure y'all can hear it. For um, the ladies, but for the ladies. Uh, yeah, for the ladies, you know, gotta do it nice and slow for the ladies. But. But uh, Taylor is an MMA fighter. Also, he's a trainer. Also, so this is—he's going to give us the lowdown. You know, maybe maybe change my opinion onto the why this is the worst idea for Floyd money ever. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna take a look at that. I, I think it's I, first of all, I had no doubt when this became a possibility, and when both of them started talking about it publicly, I knew it was going to happen. I'm like, this fight is going to happen, and the reason why is because it's too much money involved. Okay, for all I get that. parties I get associated that. with this event. I mean, Floyd Floyd is Money Mayweather. He's the highest Floyd paid money. athlete yeah. in the mm-hmm. history of sports. Mm-hmm. And for a dude who made, what did he make against Pacquiao? Over $200 million yeah. in 36 minutes? Mm-hmm. For somebody who made that kind of money off of a fight, Floyd is not going to turn down that kind of money. And then Conor himself, he's the highest pay-per-view draw in MMA history. So you got mm-hmm. two dudes who are all about branding and marketing themselves and who are all about taking the fights that that get them the most money. And when you put those two, two in a situation together, um, though them and, you know, their, their business associates are all going to do whatever they got to do to make this, this could be a billion dollar fight. It could be a billion dollar sport yeah. in the bank. It, it definitely oh, yeah. could be all um, for the money. Yeah. All for the money. hundred yeah, percent. Um, I, okay, so here's my thing. Okay, so uh, Floyd Money is 49, 49 and 0. 49 you know, he's and never he's KOs. never lost a fight. Never um, lost a fight. I, I think you go out on a high. I get it. You want to round that off and be 50 and 0. Yeah. I don't think this is the fight that you try to be, get that 50 and 0 on, though. Because, and, and again, you're going to be the es- expert on this, but to my understanding, McGregor has some of the best hands as far as knocking. He's knocked out people who have never been knocked out before. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it's the fight game and and at the end of the day both of these guys are fighters and the attitude about that is i'm if you say you're the best and i say i'm the best let's do what we need to do so we can organize this thing and get into the ring and 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 settle that and yeah, but, see but, who walks away with but it but you can't can't you be individually the best at what you do 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 we have to be the best in the same ring if if you say you're the best fighter and i say i'm the best fighter some kind of way we got to put that to the test that's the fighter in them right this it's, it's nothing personal yeah, yeah, they don't yeah. dislike each other they right. don't have any beef it's this guy says he's the best out there, but I think I'm the best out there. So 
we got to figure this out. We got to sort it out. We got to get in there it. and get this done. I love how Everybody they, wins. They gotta Everybody's going to get paid <laughs> off of it, business. but somebody got to take an L that right. night, too. They got to handle business. The testosterone business. in the room has, has basically made this a logical fight. It's not a logical fight. Absolutely it's two is. different. It's not. It's two different is. fighting styles. Yeah. No, Floyd, no, totally. Money, Floyd Money is very good at making people fight his fight. Very, very but good. these are people who... 49 times in a row. Absolutely. People do that. Absolutely. He's the absolute best. I have I have a tremendous amount of respect and admiration for what Floyd does as a fighter because you know people people always want and, and, and let's t- let's talk floyd dynamically as a boxer for a second mm-hmm. people will always I, you know i see commentary and i hear like oh man floyd he running he just well the, the, the name of the game in boxing is to hit and not be hit right numbers wise floyd mayweather <laughs> his career this is 49 fights over the course of two decades mm-hmm. for his career his connected on percentage meaning how many times he's gotten hit mm-hmm. is somewhere around 20 percent mm-hmm. that means 49 times he's gotten in the ring you and hit. if you throw 10 punches at him you you're landing around two mm-hmm. now you couple that up with his accuracy which is i believe the highest in the history of boxing since Com- CompuBox started tracking these numbers and he's Somewhere in between 50-60%. That means he's landing more than half of his punches while the other guy's landing one or two. Right. So if you look at those numbers, I don't understand how somebody can say he runs. Because if he's hitting you three times more than you're hitting him, he's standing right there fighting. It's just he's sitting there right there taking them shots of it, but you're just not hitting him. And and the thing about that is he's, he's the best at... Like you said, forcing somebody to fight his fight. Right. If you and, and the thing that I admire most about him, if you watch him, you know, people get caught up in the punches and, and they're watching mm-hmm. his hands. For mm-hmm. me, you know, as a student of, of, of fighting, I watch his feet. Mm. He's never off balance. He's never in a bad position to counter. That's why he's the best counter puncher in the history of yeah, boxing. He's exactly. never in a bad position to counter exactly. and he's always moving. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't you know, for me, I'm I'm fascinated by the fact that he's making it a fight without having the, the guy able to fight him mm-hmm. you know so right. so it's, right. it's a brilliant you know thing that he's and this is a skill he's an outlier times right. 10 mm-hmm. he's putting thousands 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 of hours into honing this craft and becoming you know the best at what he does mm-hmm. so and uh, one thing one thing i've known about floyd too is that he he sees how hard you can hit for about seven rounds mm. and then if you haven't hit him with your best punch yet or your hardest punch, he's going to turn it up and win the rest of those rounds off of just points. Based he's, just status, absolutely. status wise, like he's going to he's going to go get those points because he knows about, that you can't hit harder than that because you don't have no more stamina. And he's and he's he, his fitness is off the charts. Right. He's, he's he's always in great shape. He right. stays in shape year round. And mm-hmm. and you know Floyd, you know you hear a lot about especially in the MMA world because a lot of guys transition from sports like wrestling. So weight cutting is a huge deal. And you got guys that fight at you know at 170 pounds, 155 pounds that they'll cut from 185 200 pounds mm-hmm. right, so that's right. that's a huge cut and you right. you find that that affects conditioning a lot well being around the boxing world guys typically don't cut that kind of weight rarely do you find boxers that in are they in, in the off season are they you know way out of shape so right. if this fight is being fought at 154 pounds on august 26 floyd's probably 158 to 168 pounds 158 to 160 pounds right now right whereas right. i'm pretty sure that connor he's probably upwards of 170 pounds okay so let's just talk about this though it's been 700 and what 714 days mm-hmm. since uh floyd's last flight right. fight right. he's 40 years old yep. 
Um, okay. That, that, ain't, ain't nobody that, got nothing okay. to say yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> well, the thing about it is he's, he's, Connor, he's, he's 49 Connor is what? Connor's 28. 28. So, so he's, Connor's taller. Yeah. He's got a longer yeah, range. We're going to get into the dynamics about, right. about Connor as a fighter, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but the thing about Floyd, um, yeah, he's 40 years old, and that, and that, that does... That I believe that does factor in a little bit. I also understand that Floyd is is a different kind of 40 40 year old. He's a high level athlete. Mm-hmm. He's been at it his entire life. Mm-hmm. He takes care of his body year round. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not out there just being frivolous with with you know all kind of activity. Floyd, mm-hmm. I've been in Vegas and seen Floyd leave Dre's, go out to his Sprinter van. Take his boys. We were standing outside of Dre's. Take his boys Air Max and switch it to some shorts and run back to the gym. He's like, call everybody. We, we go, you know, to the gym. Get, wake yeah. everybody up. It's 4 so o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so he, 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 he's jogging back to yeah. the gym from Dre's after hours to mm-hmm. go train. And then that little bitty little experience gives a little insight into his psyche and how, how maniacal you have to be to attain that level of success right. Right. as an athlete. That's right. a good word. You know, maniacal. You, you have to be, you've got to be obsessed. You've you got to be, be completely, yeah. completely entrenched in right. I'm a champion. Right. You know, you're standing in, no if, if you're standing in the club around, you know, beautiful women and, right. and there's alcohol everywhere. <laughs> but the only thing you're thinking about is, man, we walk up out of here. I'm about to go put in work. Well, not everybody sees that. Right. But then you turn on pay-per-view and you see him running through a murderer's row of, of, of champions. And then, you right. know, th- that'll take you to why people are like, well, Floyd don't knock nobody out. Well, Ricky Hatton, got career, career Ricky Hatton's career got ended. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Victor Ortiz didn't know where he was. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Poor Victor. And that was being because he was cheating. Yeah. After that, he headbutted him. Right. After he headbutted him. So, so yeah. and the thing, the thing that people also have to pay attention to is that Floyd has fought the best of the best in the world for the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. So, and I, and, 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 and fighting knockouts are, are, are very opportunistic thing, even for guys who are considered heavy punchers. You look at Gennady Golovkin, who's who to me is probably one of he, one of the biggest punchers in boxing Triple that I've G. seen in in, in the last G. few in last several Great years. Yeah. He can knock anybody out, but when right. you're when you're facing a higher level of competition with more at stake, it's it's more difficult to get those knockouts to come by. Mm-hmm. And if you've never been in a ring to to understand the dynamic of, of landing that shot, first of all, knockouts typically are a war of attrition. It's like yeah. it's like taking a hammer. If I just tap this wall, tap this wall, tap this wall. Boom, one shot, it's, it's eventually going to go through. Right. You know, yeah. you get those knockouts where they happen fast. You hit somebody on the sweet spot and they go down. But Floyd is the best at killing somebody with death by a thousand cuts. There you go. He just keeps right. chopping them yeah. down, chopping them yeah. down, chopping them yeah. down. Okay, so let's have, get to... He doesn't to... have to knock you out. Yeah. Like, he right. Just, he and, and, and I'm more impressed by the off. fact that he dismantles guys so thoroughly that from mm-hmm. the first round to the 12th round, he takes uh, takes guys and makes them look like they just started Golden Gloves. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. by then, he's had he's got them totally figured out, and it's just like riding a bike to him. Mm-hmm. But right. no, please. Okay, so he said, no, please. He's such a gentleman. Okay, so... I'm just thinking if it was me Uh and if I was on, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't put myself in a position to lose. 
And and you're in a position to lose every, every fight. time. I get that. Talk I get that. It. He got in there with he got in there with Canelo. Did you see Canelo Alvarez's it. last fight? Yes, I did. So Canelo Alvarez fought Julio Cesar Chavez yes, Jr., yes. who is probably, who was much bigger than him. Yes, who's <laughs> also considered a big puncher. Yes, and who's a very talented fighter. Mm-hmm. And Canelo made him look like a child. I get it. He made him look like he was trying to fight his daddy. Oh, see, he I did. Wasn't, he I did. wasn't gonna make that analogy. He, 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 I mean, he I broke him it. down, and this is in, yeah. in all with all due respect to both fighters, Canelo broke him. Right. If you watch Floyd and what he did to Canelo, you would. You, it just I can't be the same guy. It yeah. can't be the same guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But the skill level and the gap in talent between Floyd and the next best guy is so drastic in the boxing ring that he's able to do stuff like that. Now, mm-hmm. let's switch gears totally. Let's talk about Connor. Yes, let's do that. Yeah. Because so, I'm I, I feel side. like I feel like Connor okay. Now granted, again, I'm not I'm a novice boxing fan. I'm a novice MMA fan. This is a fight that I would not take. This is a fight that I said let's hype it up for the for the sake of the media, Mm -hmm. but do not take this fight because this is the fight that could put you at 49 and one real quick. Ah, quick. Walk out real quick. That's the fun part about it. That's why we all sit here talking about it. It it is. is. It's so compelling. Floyd Floyd already trademarked 50 and 0. Yeah. Like he already, he already has that in his mindset. But the thing is he's, he's running into a guy in Conor McGregor Mm -hmm. who Floyd is a guy in a totally different vein than Mike Tyson, mm-hmm. who's had a lot of guys beaten before they even made it out there to right. the ring. Mm-hmm. Right. Because right. it may appear like they're confident, but guys are second-guessing whether they can crack the puzzle that's Floyd Mayweather Jr. before they walk in there. Right. Connor's a guy who's just as confident as Floyd. Right. He's just as brash. He's just as outspoken. Right. And he believes 100% in his ability to beat this right. guy. And he's actually he, backed up he everything. Believes okay, but he's let's, talk, let's yeah. talk about the yeah. mechanics, though, because I do okay. think that that's, Floyd that's Money is one of the it. best mechanical fighters, like, as yeah. far as breaking down the yeah. science of boxing. He, he wrote is the, the best in the game. He rewrote it. So Nobody was talking about the shoulder <laughs> Role until Floyd right. really that started Philly popularizing it and, and and turning himself into a shell and, <laughs> and, and it's, it's it's a shield. Right, he's the best at it. But the thing and about Connor is, is shoulder. This is this is this is the the thing that changes changes things. How do you train for a guy who you've never seen? box before it, hmm. thank you this is hmm. what i'm saying like you're walking so, into an unknown yeah, unknown it's territory. completely unknown now, now the thing safe. is we've seen connor we see connor and 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 we'll, we'll discuss the, the 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 puzzle on on both sides of the ring for for floyd you're coming in there with a guy who you've never seen aside from you know a little bit of tape here and there with him right. in the ring with that there's there's some sparring footage of and i and i would encourage people to watch um um T.J. Dillashaw against and, yeah, uh, and um, uh, Lomachenko. Lomachenko. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lomachenko is one of the, the the more talented guys on the South scene ball. now too. He's a southpaw, um, <laughs> and, Dumb hands. And, and and he's <laughs> supremely hands. talented. Right, right. If, if you want to see a high level MMA guy take on a boxer in a boxer's world and really see, get a kind of feel for for how things would look, watch that. There's another video of. Um, um, what's his name? J. Leon Love mm-hmm. okay. and um, a kickboxer Muay Thai fighter by the name mm-hmm. of Nikki Holskin. Okay. And they're sparring at Floyd's gym. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of getting the feel for you guys who are used who to... Yeah, you can like, tell yeah, who the boxer is uh-huh. and who the kickboxer is. And this is the thing that happens. 
Um, and this is the, the puzzle that Floyd is going to have to crack. You got a guy who's used to standing at a different di- distance right. with a different stance. His mm-hmm. rhythm, his pace, his timing, all of that are different. Right. Right. So for Floyd, used to like if you he's he's predicated his success on a whole lot of things that are totally patternized. Mm-hmm. Him used to somebody being like in Straight closer yeah. hands. Mm-hmm. They hold their hands different. Right. The gap is dis- different between them. Right. They take different angles to strike. Right. So, you know, as far as what we've seen from Connor in, in the cage in MMA, um, as talented as he is, he does things differently. So Floyd's going to have to figure out, based on what we see when he gets in the ring, we don't know how he's going to come out. Right. But right. in MMA, Connor's been able to, Connor's pacing is different. Yeah. He fights at a slower pace. He yeah. keeps a distance between guys that that's pretty difficult for right, them to get through. Right, right. And you got him right. saying he's like, got that range to yeah. where he, you know, he, he like you'll so, so who has he uses bigger, his length. Yeah, he uses his yeah. length very well. So yeah. who has the bigger learning curve then? Is I it going to be? Curve, I think that the, I think that the learning curve is definitely steeper for Connor. Hmm. Because he's stepping into a totally dick. Floyd's still in the boxing ring right. at the end of the right, day, right. right? And it's still a boxing match. Okay. The rules are all geared towards Floyd's comfortability. Right. Connor's got to figure out how to make his his attributes and his style and his strengths work in the rule set of boxing. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you if you if you wonder if you're at one of who the rules favor, I would definitely say they favor Floyd. But I just like you touched on when we first started talking, Connor has the the best get out of jail free card that a mm-hmm. fighter can have, and mm-hmm. that's the ability to touch you and put you down put right you away. Down. Yeah, yes, yes. And he's got that going for him, and I feel like he may be one of the harder punchers that Floyd's yes. ever been in right. there with. Right, yeah. and see, like he's you you see he's taking a punch from Sugar Shane. Now yeah. I'm saying that that I mean, those punches hurt because yeah. Floyd almost fell. Now almost. if he can if he can take a you know if he can take those shots and still oh we stand know up, that Floyd okay. can take a shot take there's a no hit. doubt about it but for both guys yeah. there's no doubt yeah. about both guys' ability to take a punch right. but just like we said a few minutes ago mm-hmm. the thing about boxing is who can take the least punches right. right. You know you can take a shot and stand up, but right. the more shots you take, the more the more you chip. It's like it's like it's like yeah. cutting in the rock, mm-hmm. cutting into a rock to get a diamond. My old boxing coach yeah. used to say that: get the diamond, get the diamond, mm-hmm. chip away at that rock. Mm-hmm. The diamond is when you see him fade. I just I just you know wonder though yeah. because who back can chip away at the rock faster and get to that diamond? You're not going right. out there right. fishing for a knockout. You're just fighting your fight. Yeah. When you see yeah. it open and take fight your fight. You know. You remember we've been talking about this. We've been talking about this. Yeah. Fight your fight. What, what we also gotta gotta you know attack is mm-hmm. the fact that Floyd has notoriously had trouble against southpaws. Mm-hmm. Um. Victor Ortiz. Can we, okay, I'm sorry, real quick. Even, even For those of you guys who don't know what a southpaw is, it's left. I'm a southpaw. It's a left Thank lefty. Southpaw. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. My so. man. He's a southpaw. So, That's but I, they're the people who write all jacked up in kindergarten. Because they, yeah, because <laughs> I, I, I'm I, dash, I write my writing. So pencils, our pencils. <laughs> you know, we were writing across the page, yeah. and our, our hands just smudging everything. They got to write across their noses and what. So we got to turn the paper and write. You know, like 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 we gotta. They special. They special. Uh, but that's that's, <laughs> that's that that's one thing that Floyd has seemed to have a a problem with. But Zab with Judah, the, I think, the yeah, Zab Judah just didn't have enough gas for that yeah, fight. Yeah, because uh, he took the fight to Floyd. The first the three rounds Floyd, of that fight yeah. still to me is some of the toughest rounds in 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 Floyd's boxing career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. That that Zab gave him, and I believe mm-hmm. that. 
had Zab had the fitness for that fight, we might be talking about a one loss fighter. You're right. Mm-hmm. right. But mm-hmm. you know, at that that's that's the fight game. Mm-hmm. Coulda woulda shoulda. If I had gotten in better it shape, happened. if I had stuck to my game plan. If was a you fifth. know how many times do we yeah. Right. How many times do we see guys that are cruising, you know, fighting their game plan and then all of a sudden they switch gears and then the fight switches on them. Right. You know? And and the thing about the, the thing about that with with Floyd is you never see him abandon the plan. He executes start to finish because he's won 49 fights in a row. It's, it's like, and people are always like, oh, he run. If, if somebody wants to beat Floyd, then they have to, then this is Connor's ticket to winning. If he's going to beat Floyd in a boxing ring, he has to make Floyd fight his fight. There's no way around it. Right. You can't get mad at Floyd and say that he's running away from this guy. He's at no. Okay, if you want, if you don't want Floyd to, to to run away, you find which Connor is able to do. You watch how he fought Chad Mendez. Mm-hmm. He was backing him up into the cage, and 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 making him move into his left hand. When he finally knocked Chad Mendez out, he had him up against the cage. He spun off left hand and. Chad ballpark Connor. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know so so like if you if you want Con- and Connor, that's the thing that i appreciate about him he takes a cerebral approach approach to the fighting mm-hmm. it's not just brute force getting rounds in I, I, him and his team they study film they work kind of sort of eccentric they, they do kind of sort of eccentric work as far as development developing him as a fighter with his movements with his rhythm with his breathing with his timing um because the the, the key to him winning this fight is him having to go in there and make Floyd do things different than how he's done them for 49 mm-hmm. fights in a row. It's the, the pressure to beat Floyd is completely on the other guy changing the fight, not Floyd. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Marcos Maidana experienced some success doing that, mm-hmm. bullying Floyd, pressuring him. And I think Connor's going to have to do some things that he may not be used to doing as a fighter in order, order to beat Floyd. He's bigger than him. He's got to put his weight on him. He's got to hit him early. He's got to rough him up. And not, I don't mean like punch him or you know, like, you know, throw leg kicks or, you know, but he's got to be dirty with with him. He's yeah. got to be physical. Yeah. You got to put your body on him. You got to put your weight on him. You got to try to, as, as difficult as it's been, you got to try to get Floyd tired. You got to try to put pressure on him and make him uncomfortable. We gone mad long on this on this Uh-oh. whole topic. So, but before yeah, we get out of here, I just want to, I just want to, uh, I just want to get some predictions. Okay. Uh, to me, be who you got in the fight? Money team. Oh God! Why do you have to sing it like that? <laughs> okay, Taylor. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather wins the fight mm. by unanimous decision, but not before a standing eight count in the middle rounds from being knocked down by Connor. You think he's gonna get knocked down? See, that's what I'm afraid of. I don't. I, how do you mentally come back? He's never been he's knocked Floyd down. Mayweather. How do you he's mentally come back from that? Because we're gonna see. I, I, I think we'll see some. A first is gonna happen. I'm not ready. Maybe my prediction changes. I put it like this: I wouldn't be surprised if Connor won the fight because he's got the attributes and the talent to do it. But if I'm gonna give be smart with my prediction, we're talking about Floyd Mayweather. Right. I think Connor gives him some trouble. I think Connor forces him into some situations that he's never been in before in the boxing ring. But ultimately, that championship pedigree comes out, and Floyd mm-hmm. pulls it out. Money, well, he might even he might even win by split decision. But I think mm-hmm. I think that Floyd takes it a distance and he wins the fight. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're gonna get out of here. But before we go, Taylor, this Sunday's got something coming up that I'm gonna be at. 
Yeah. He had to think about yeah, it. This is when you know you got a lot going on in your life, and you're like, I was like, what, I was like, what, what, I was like wait a minute. Hey, yeah, yeah, you should. I was like, I'm, I'm about to look, I'm about to tap on like, what I got going what on. Is this? Write it down real quick. Write it down. So, <laughs> Sunday, um, 9.30 a.m. at Lorna Jane in the Woodland Hills, not, not Woodland Hills, uh, uh, Sherman Oaks. Sherman Oaks Mall. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be teaching a martial arts and self defense fitness class. Um, inside the that store. was not on the e-bike. I got mad scared all of a sudden because I texted him and I said, hey, is this something I might die during? No, he'd be fine. Because I haven't worked be, out in three years. It'll so. be challenging, but it'll be fun. We're gonna we're gonna do some we're gonna do some 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 martial arts and and, and self defense inspired exercises, and then I'm gonna show a couple techniques that you know. Is it for everybody? Is it just for everybody. just for everybody? Okay, so Timmy, you can come too. You know, show a couple techniques techniques that'll 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 help you out in the real world. So, you know. Well, Jared Fanatic and company, Timmy B and myself will be there, so make sure you come check it out. Come through. Come, come through, through. Um, and you can bring instead of sending nudes you can bring nudes bring if, if you, you I'll know. bring my camera if you want me to take them it's all good it's got no shame alright tell everybody where they can follow you follow me on Instagram at the underscore samurai T-H-E underscore S-A-M-U-R-A-I he's funny he got some he got some one liners for you he, he truly does and a great friend of mine oh so here's the announcement guys Um, I know we said I was going to give this big yeah. giant announcement at the end of the show. Drum roll. Um, so here it is. Yours truly is leaving the country. I am going to an island called Saipan. I will be the um, lead anchor and reporter there for a year. Uh, but Timmy B and I are still going to make this show happen for yeah. you guys. So make sure you still tune in every single week to jwaythefanatic.com. Let everybody know where Saipan is. Saipan is just off of Guam. So needless to say, now they like, where's Guam? Where's Guam? Right. Where's Guam? <laughs> <laughs> right. Look at a map. <laughs> um, somehow, some way. From Saipan, I'm going to get his re- reaction to the fight. So make sure Absolutely. you check that out. Well, no, I'm. You know, I'm going to be coming back to the future or back to the past. Future. I don't know. It's right. 17 hours. It's tomorrow there oh, right now. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to be like being. Yes, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Anyway, once again, it's your girl Jerry the Fanatic and Timmy B and Taylor Reed. We will see you same bad time, same bad channel next week, you guys. Bye.